Batman, The Terminator Reboot, and Carrie Fisher. Welcome to another upcoming attractions episode of Midnight Double Feature. Matt, <laughs> this is a this is a weird one for us. Tell me why it's weird. Because we're doing we're recording a podcast the way that. People usually record podcasts, as in we are in the same room. We are looking at each other in the eye as we go down on each other. For the oh, oh, oh wow, okay, I wouldn't say that. But for you know, technically, this is not the first um, podcast for Midnight Double Feature where we're together because. What was the movie that we, we recorded on your fucking phone? <laughs> oh, Solo. That's right. That was we, different, though. Like, it was that like was 30 like... seconds after the movie ended and we recorded. But, yeah, this is um, for our podcast setup. We're sharing the same microphone. Um, we're in Zoheb's room. It's, I'm surrounded by movie memorabilia. If you guys need evidence of how much of a fucking movie buff Zoe is, um, I've got James Bond. We've got Mad Max. We've got Inception. We've got Star Wars. We've got... Uh, a whole bunch of Marvel stuff. Um, Amazing Spider-Man. You have a poster for the Amazing... Do you want to explain that? Yeah, I'll explain it. Uh, Don't explain it. You're just a bitch. It's it's only because it's a good design. Like, the poster is a good design. It is pretty good. But that's... um, that's Yeah, that's also a reason why Matt's voice quality isn't probably as good because we're using my my not-as-good microphone. So, sorry, guys. Yeah. uh, Dude, how great is the design of the Hateful Eight poster? I love it. It, It's almost a crime, kind of like having it in the corner there. I don't want to... Yeah, you should... That should be a centerpiece, like... Next to Mad Max, maybe. No, no, my centerpiece is Guardians and Avengers and Star Wars. Like, you can't really. It's a good combo. You know what? I'm just going to, like, go through your shit. Like, I know we got news to talk about. Okay, he's got the Ready Player One book. What else have we got? We've got an autobiography of George Lucas. That actually looks really not, good. I want to see auto, it. Not auto. Not auto. I'm sort of. Oh, is it? It's just a bio. Oh, just a okay, My bad. My bad. Um, what else we got? I, my mic is. I'm literally turned away from the mic. The audio quality is probably terrible. This is a cute bobblehead of C-3PO. Where do I get one of these? Okay. Sorry for fucking up the podcast. That um, was actually given to me as a present. That's uh, from my cute, old boss, man. Yeah. I might even steal it off you when you least suspect it. <laughs> you just had a go at me for like, uh, have, some pro- have some pride. Have, yeah. some, have some pride Think in the podcast. Think about the quality of the podcast, Matt. Then I start just rambling on about shit. And turning around, <laughs> facing the other way of the microphone. No, it's fine, man. Like take take in uh, my room. This is these are these are some of my top movies just sitting right here. You got Aliens, There Will Be Blood, Green Mile, Shawshank, Deadpool, Get Out, Kingsman, Gladiator, Straight Outta Compton, Reservoir Dogs, blah blah. Um, all for Wall Street, I see. All well. movies that we haven't covered yet because. Because I want to get better at podcasting before we cover the really good shit. Um, oh shit! But yeah, me and Colin are coming off Watchmen. Um, you know, I literally went out and bought the comic, uh, the graphic novel, uh, the other day. It's beautiful. It's so design, good, man. Eh? Yeah, I went. I went straight to the dick. Like I was like, let me let me see the dick, the, the blue dick. <laughs> um, speaking of which, there's a Watchmen contest on right now. Right? Should we talk about that? What do you mean? Wasn't there a uh, competition? Oh, no, that wrapped up. Oh, sorry. Okay. It, we, I should pay we, more attention. Yeah, actually, we announced the winner today. Uh, Michael Claudio, congratulations. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, Colin will be sending you a link uh, for the Ultimate Cut. Dude, Ultimate Cut. Have you ever seen the Ultimate Cut? Um, it's three. It's nearly four hours long. I don't think so. It's nearly four but hours long. But the original cut is already so fucking long. Dude, two hours and 47 minutes. And I thought I was watching the director's cut. Okay, it was long for back then. You it's, know, before two and a half hours was the standard for a blockbuster. It's still long for today, but like, I mean, you'll, I mean, if you if you listen to it, like, there are like a lot of like montages and things like that. There's a lot to cover. There's a lot of ground to cover. But anyway, you know, I think that was a, um, it was a warning sign. As great as Watchmen is, it was a warning sign that we did not see coming. That Zack Snyder likes long movies, which is ramblings about, I know, philosophy and morality <laughs> and shit. And we should have seen this coming when they announced that. I talked about that. I talked about it in the episode because, <laughs> like, well, actually, I really like the visual style of, of the movie, of Watchmen. Oh, I like the visual style of yeah. all Zack's films. That's always been a strong point. Yeah, well, 100%. And that's why I got really excited for Man of Steel. And, and, you know, yeah. well, speaking of Batman stuff, there's news about Batman. Oh, nice. Segway King. Brilliant I'm segue. good at segways. Brilliant segue. Um, Matt Reeves, who directed War of the Planet of the Apes and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and Cloverfield and Let Me In. He's pretty freaking good, Dan. He's a good fucking director, that, man. That, 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 that young man knows exactly what he's doing. Um, he's that young, but still. <laughs> well, he was confirmed to direct uh, the apparently the reboot of Batman <sighs> for DC. <laughs> I just wish there was some form of clarity as to what the fuck is going on. Let me read. Let me read the. They've the, got this DC Worlds thing, but oh, let me read yeah. this from uh, Deadline. Uh, we are working on getting our draft in the next couple of weeks, and things are progressing. We have conceptual stuff going and coming into being. Going and coming into being in my head. What the fuck? And my head is totally in the script. In fact, I'm going to be leaving right now to work on the script. I'm reading this so terribly. What's the context of this interview? Uh, I don't know. Is I'm he just, saying it while he's about to jump into a new so bar? weird. Reeves, <laughs> Reeves waved off rumors that this Batman would focus on a young Cat Crusader or Frank Miller's Batman Year One, which is one of his favorite Batman comics. Wait, so Ben Affleck's not in this one? Well, we don't know. Oh my god! I'm, according to Reeves, I'm just excited to be focused on a tale that's defying for him, defying for him, and is very personal to him. But at the same time, we're really obviously we're not doing any origin tales or anything like that. But definitely Batman, emotional, and him being the world's greatest detective. I, I like that take. The kind of det- like the detective take on it. Um, I mean, because that's who he is. You don't really get much detective. They, they always say that, and then it just comes down to like mm. a one two minute scene that they release before, and then oh, I just, I just again, I don't. I'll believe it when I see it. So apparently, um, it will still be noir driven, in which Batman is investigating a particular case that takes us out into the world of Gotham. That is cool. Reeves said he did a deep dive regarding his favorite Batman comics to inform his creative process, but did not want to name specific titles. By the way, um, just to confirm on that, it was a literal deep dive. They filled up a swimming pool full of Batman comics, <laughs> and he just went swimming. See, like, dad jokes. Guys, I'm not a dad, but I Matt's- got the dad. Matt's so much more crazy when he's here in studio, a.k.a. my bedroom. Um, <laughs> it's something about your bedroom just makes me crazy. See, I feel like DC just don't know what they're doing. Like Reeves says here, 
There's ways in which this connects to the DC universe as well, and we're one of many pieces. Which implies that it's also not directly connected to the DC universe. Like a one-shot Is this, is this what they mean about the DC worlds sort of idea? Like yeah. how they just randomly take characters and well, throw them into things? Like how Wonder Woman is- um, is Wonder Woman 1984, like apparently Chris- um, well, they're insinuating that, you know, it's just a completely... It's not even connected to the first one. It's it's like just a new story with the same characters and they're just like, fuck continuity. I swear to God, though, if Wonder Woman 1984 ends with um, Chris Pine sacrificing himself again, I'm going to, like, just start punching motherfuckers <laughs> in the head. Because it's like, no, you can't do that to me twice, man. He literally punched a motherfucker, guys. Yeah, just yeah there was know. a motherfucker right next to us. Yeah. And yeah. This is what you get for fucking mothers, you know? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, but, okay, but, like, okay, real talk. Like, this Batman film, right? They say younger Batman. I would not call Ben Affleck young. But they say, they haven't said explicitly that he's not well, they, attached. In Batman vs Superman, they actually made him older. Yeah, they, like, they're very specific on there's an older, grittier Batman. He's been through the ropes. And, oh, I just wish they just stuck with what they did. <laughs> like, look, look, at least at the very least now they're, they're owning where they're at. They're going, look, we just want to do cool shit with our characters and whatever. But at the same time, I'm just like, I don't know. It's sad to see that they're giving up on the, the DCEU, you know? Well, they've had so many bites of the fucking cherry. Like, but they were all under the watch of Zack Snyder, and then they talked about new nah, management. I don't and new blame one. I do not blame one person on this. Fucking- oh no, of course not. But like, they've been really talking about how they're they're going a new direction, and it's like as soon as like we start seeing a glimmer of hope, it's like they gave up, and it's like no, you were so close. Like, well, I was watching the first trailer for Justice League today, just because I was like, hmm. uh, I wonder what could have been, and like, dude, the visuals look so much better. Like, everything just looks. So much better tonally. Like, you know that uh, first Comic Con trailer that we got like mm. a year before the movie came out? It looks so much better it's than what like we got. The, um, the track that. Come together. No, no, before that. It's before that. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It was, oh, it was, some, some, like, it was rock still, track, it was though, still yeah. rock. I don't know why yeah. they're fucking. Yeah, anyway. Well, like, okay, so on that topic, I just want to say, like, uh, a lot of people are like, oh, we need to see the Snyder cut. It's like, no, I, I strongly I believe. I don't think it does. The Snyder I don't think cut it exists. Would have, well, like, even if they did make one, they invested money into finishing the CGI. It probably would have been a worse film. I honestly worse believe up. that. <laughs> it would have been a shittier film. Um, look, it's it's like Suicide Squad. Wouldn't call it a good film, but at least it's entertaining at times. At times. How dare you get out of my house? Yeah, I know. Suicide I don't, I'm not, Squad is I, terrible. I think Justice League's a lot better. Do you remember when we watched Suicide Squad together? And I was like. That's an eight out of ten. I don't remember any <laughs> anyone being that fondly of that film. Holy shit, man! Really? I, I, I was high on that movie when I when I when uh, I, when I remember it. thinking I had problems, but I do remember thinking kind of positive. But the second time watching it, <laughs> I saw it in the cinema the second time, and the whole time I was like, "Wow, I don't remember it being this long." Is it really this long between action scenes? Yeah. Are the jokes really this flat? Like. I, the great thing about Suicide Squad of the Smart is that the first 45 minutes is that, that every three minutes they put a new, like, dubstep song in or something. <laughs> so they're constantly distracting you and trying to keep your attention. It's like someone's forcing you to drink a coffee every five minutes. 
Do you remember uh, when we watched Batman vs Superman? We would, we would, we would, we would, hold on, let me tell the story. Midnight but, screening. Midnight screening. We were there. We had two. We weren't together. We didn't watch the movie together. We, we were, were literally on opposite sides of the cinema. Yeah, you were at the top as you like to do. Yeah, like as you like to do at the hey, top. Hey, you know me um, in the bedroom. Oh, where we're now, oh, and no. I'm crazy. How dare you? I'm about to sleep in my bed in like a few hours. So don't don't put that in my head. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you were like right at the top of the cinema and I was like at the bottom because I'd booked tickets late. I, was, I think I was with my brother. You were with someone else. And dude, we got like not even halfway through the movie and I messaged you and I'm like, it's a little, it's a, it's a little, it's a little rough, bro. Yeah. I get this text like, ding. Uh, this movie's a bit of a mess. I it's remember the things that dot, dot, dot. And I, I literally text you. I go. Maybe it's going to get better, question mark. <laughs> and then the second <laughs> the movie end, I walk out here at the front and just like, dude, that movie was fucking terrible. <laughs> because you know what? The reviews had come out that day and we'd like met like <coughs> literally five minutes before the movie started outside and we were talking about the reviews. I can't remember. Were they positive? No, they, were, they were negative to mixed. But so. they weren't as negative as we were, I feel. No, because we're fans. Yeah, I went in thinking... Oh, I think I think I went in thinking, okay, it's going to at least be average. Mm. But like half an hour into it, I think I was just like, this is terrible. Terrible. We watched Wonder Woman together. That was good. Wonder Woman was good. Wonder Woman is was was, was good. Was not great. Not amazing. I think the good. first two thirds of it were yeah, fucking first two thirds amazing. are fucking fantastic. And the third third is just like. It's not even that bad. It's just generic. Like generic. Yeah. It's like X Men Apocalypse. You know that movie's not bad. I think it's bad. It's just. I could it just, it's, it's just. It's just. It's just sad seeing a unique franchise trying to do what everybody else is doing. But yeah, with X Men, I mean, you're coming off Days of Future Past, so you have yeah. no excuse. And I and uh, yeah, but um, speaking of Batman and Ben Affleck. Segway Holy shit. King, I'm good at segways. You fucking kill that segue. Yeah. Ben Affleck. I, I need a band behind me, so every time I get segway, just like... Da, 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 da. <laughs> Except all you get is my bookcase behind you. Sorry. Yeah. No, um, I, I want, like, a theme you, song for my segway. Do you like that now. Joker um, figure? Oh, yeah. Why is his neck so long? Uh, it's like a kind of like a bobble thing. It's well, like a bobble head, but... It was given to me as a present. He's like it, it's okay. So to describe for the viewers, it's Heath Ledger's Joker. It's a bobblehead, but for some reason he's got a neck that's like a giraffe size neck. It's like a pencil. It does. <laughs> it makes me feel like this can detach. Don't you fucking dare! Don't you break that. Anyway, let's get back to it. So yeah, there's um Affleck news. Remember how we were like, oh, let's go record an episode for half an hour. It has been fourteen, and we've got through one. I, I apologize. And our longest one know. hasn't even happened yet. <laughs> Because that's uh, going to be that. Okay, uh, we'll yeah. leave it to the end. But anyway, so Ben Affleck, <clears throat> Affleck, Affleck, Ben Affleck, Affleck is going to be directing a movie, um, as he does. Um, it's actually He's pretty, done it before. <laughs> it's actually pretty unique. Um, so it's it was actually it's actually about a cop. It's a true story. It's about a cop who scammed McDonald's Monopoly game. Like it was a multi-million dollar theft. Um, it was actually based on an article. So the article opens in 2001 in Rhode Island as a multi-million dollar check is delivered to a man who said he'd won the $1 million grand prize after collecting Monopoly pieces attached to food products, defying the 1 in 250 million odds 
and modelled after the venerable board game that the piece says was invented as a warning about the destructive nature of greed. A camera crew was dispatched to hear about how the man won and they chronicled his series of lies. There were FBI there were FBI agents closing in on a on a sting that began with a tip about an Uncle Jerry who'd sell stolen game pieces. Solid detective work unearthed Jerry Jacobson, a head of security for a Los Angeles company responsible for generating the game pieces. It led to a wide conspiracy that involved mobsters, psychics, strip club owners, <laughs> drug traffickers, and a family of Mormons who falsely claimed to have won more than $24 million in cash and prizes. Wow. <laughs> That's a... F- Dude, that's a fucking synopsis. So Damon is the Matt. Matt Damon is actually the lead, um, and they're obviously good buddies. Um, you know, having been in Goodwill Hunting and shit like mm. that, they wrote that movie. Um, but the movie, this movie is being um, being written by Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, who directed, uh, who wrote Deadpool one and two. Um, so they're pretty, they're pretty hot right now. But what do you think about this story, dude? Um, first of all, this is a fucking great idea for mm. a film. Um, if anything's wacky enough, it is. I'm already just imagining it's getting a. It's going to have a Wolf of Wall Street vibe. Just with the, I feel like the prestige behind it. They're going to want to try to take it somewhat seriously, but at the same time also um, throw in comedy. But yeah, it's a fucking sounds like a great story. Um, for those who aren't familiar with the uh, Monopoly game, like. People go fucking bonkers over this shit, man. And like, that's in Australia. Can you imagine in America? Yeah, they're probably even crazier there. But, like, people sell the sticker things on eBay and all that. And what they're saying, too, if they're going to tie into those themes, like, it might be, like, something that, that they've got a message behind of, like, Oscar or something. Because the for those who don't know, Monopoly was designed, it was originally a different name for it, I forget what it was called, but it was designed to teach people that capitalism was bad. It was a protest against capitalism. And that's why when you play Monopoly, you're so fucking miserable all the time because people are constantly going broke and losing money. And um, Hey, free parking. Uh, yeah. I recently actually played a game of Monopoly from start to finish with an eight-year-old and my mom. And, and uh, oh, man, it was fucking a nightmare, dude. Um, he cried multiple times throughout the... He cried multiple times throughout the game. And I'm like, guys, I don't think we should play anymore. Monopoly literally ruins lives. Uh, Zoe just pulled out a Star Wars Monopoly uh, board game just to show me now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, like Monopoly fucking ruins lives. This poor eight-year-old kid cried multiple times throughout the game, but he kept insisting we must play it. <laughs> it was fucked up. And it, I just kept getting flashbacks of that episode of The Simpsons where they play Monopoly, they fight. Uh, was it Chief Wiggum comes up to the door? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and like a little piece gets thrown out the window. It's like, ah, look here, Lou. It's another uh, Monopoly related crime or something like that. Holy shit, you did the voices so well. We just watched, <laughs> we just watched, I just, okay, so I, show, I just showed Matt yeah. The Incredibles for the first time. I haven't seen it before. Ah, uh, which is a crime. Yeah. Um, and I'll see number two probably this week. What, um, whose who's voice did you do really well? Oh, was that um You're old lady that uh, you said um Brad Bird did? Oh yeah, Edna um, Mode. Edna Mode. Fuck. Yeah. But she said, uh, uh, "Give me a line of hers." Uh, like, oh fuck! I think I can't do the voice now. Right. Hello, darling. Oh, nah, I've lost it. We're uh, I gotta hear her. We're getting off tangent, but yeah, we're yeah Monopoly can- movie. Yep, Maccas. <clears throat> do you think Maccas will be okay with them using their logos and 
all that stuff. They were okay with the founder, uh, the founder and that didn't show Maccas in a very good light. So yeah, mm, cool. Um, Here's uh, a great segue. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about this movie. Stop. Oh, fucking, oh you got. I'm sorry. Stop I'm sorry. segueing, bitch. I'm so sorry. God damn, it, break my heart. Um, I actually don't have a segue. I'm just gonna read some paper. <laughs> I'm actually keen for this movie. Uh, ben Affleck's a really good director. Um, I haven't seen his latest movie, Live by Night. I heard kind of mixed to negative things, but mm. really, really big fan of uh, the town Argo. Um, Gone Baby Gone. Holy shit, man, that movie was really good. So he's a really good. I actually think Ben Affleck's a lot better behind the camera than he is in front of it so um yeah well i mean come on the town Mm. and argo i mean argo on best picture argo yeah argo is the first thing that comes to mind when you talk about ben affleck these days and gone baby gone is fucking dark but it's it's really well done um so i'm I'm keen for this and look uh, matt damon never disappoints he's like he's kind of like tom cruise like everything, every time I see, well, every time I, I don't know about that. The comparison, the comparison is for me. Uh, every time Tom Cruise is in something, he gives it a hundred percent. And same with Matt Damon, he gives it hundred percent. Don't you hate The Martian? I do, but I, I, I said that he's great in it. Yeah, I hate okay. Ridley Scott. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't like Ridley Scott. So that's that. That's that's, that's you know what? Mean, Fuck you. You're I'm a mean, mean person. I am a mean person. I hate that movie. Fuck. You know what? One day we'll cover The Martian, and we'll just be like. Uh, it'll just be me, like, sleeping the whole time. I'll be, I, I like The Martian. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Nah. It wasn't fuck. perfect, but... I'm going to fuck off. It's just literally, like... <laughs> no, I'm not... <laughs> you know, the dick. Uh, um, let's talk... <laughs> clunky segue. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's talk about clunk, this. Clunk, clunk, clunk. Um, no, but Pirates of the Caribbean 6 is apparently moving ahead. Yeah, and I'm going to make a wild guess that it won't be shot in Australia. <laughs> because uh, Johnny loves his dogs too much. Johnny, Johnny, and Amber might bring their dog. Oh wait, no, Amber this time around because oh, they're, yeah, they're divorced now. So, um, but yeah, so I'm gonna make a wild call. It's a fan prediction. It definitely won't happen, but I'm just gonna pretend it does. This movie will have a cameo by Marilyn Manson. What? John Depp's been hanging out with Manson a lot, man. He went on tour with him as his guitarist and stuff. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Depp's like a straight-up rock star. Um, he's he's got he's like a weird all his friends in the metal community, but he's been on stage a lot. I think throughout last year or so, like he literally toured with Marilyn Manson. I feel as like Depp's having like a mid midlife crisis. Oh a bit. fuck yeah. Like 100%. a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of happening. <laughs> it's so entertaining to watch. So. Um, Apparently the well, there was two directors at the on the last one, uh, which was Dead Man Tell No Tales. Um, the only one of them is returning to direct. Um, Joaquin Ronning, Ronning. Uh, you know the O in Ronning has kind of like a a, a line in it, so it's yeah. kind of like Swedish or something. Um, I'm going to try and pronounce that, but yeah, that accent. Well, the last one only. I mean, not only. Um, it made two hundred million dollars less than the one previously. Um. So, but it's still $800 million. Look, I'm not the biggest Pirates of the Caribbean fan. I'm not now. The first one was my favorite movie of all time for a long time. So, the only ones I've seen is the first one and the most recent one. And the most recent one, I got a vibe. So, have you seen them all? I've seen them all. So, so correct me if I'm wrong. It kind of felt like one of those movies where they tried to present it as like a passing of the torch sort of thing. Mm, Yeah. But- 
what I know, what that's really code for in Hollywood is that this actor's either too expensive or too difficult to work with. So we've got to somehow include scenes to write around him. So he's still in the movie so he can sell it, but he's not in the movie as much as you normally would be. So it's either cheaper or easy to make. I'm with you. But so I mean, I'm they fucking spent surprised that- the budget on that was $250 million. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, so, and, and, and 200 of that, 250 million probably went to Johnny Depp's yeah. fucking dogs to save their lives. Or even, you know, Johnny Depp's <laughs> paycheck. Uh, so, guys, if you haven't seen it, you got to look it up. Um, so, Australia. What's his name? What's the-, the politician? Yeah. I forget his name, but yeah. Australia. Don't is- me. Barnaby Joyce. There we go. Barnaby Australia Joyce. has a famously strict policy. On um, customs and quarantine, yeah. right? Where if you try and bring um, fruit into or vegetables in this country, or wood, or yep, anything, it's a huge, like, serious offense. In fact, it's so big when they first started cracking down on it in like things the early 2000s, they had a huge, expensive campaign starring Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter. And he's always like, like, crikey, a quarantine. It's not a joke. You know, <laughs> shit like that. And so when, <laughs> when um, John. Depp came in on his private jet with these two little cute little dogs. Uh, Barnaby Joyce said, or was it like, you have 24 hours to- Mr. Get- Depp. Mr. Depp is 24 hours. His dog's out of the country or I'll have to put them down. Like, seriously. He, he threatened to kill the fucking puppies uh, oh. on national television. By the way, Barnaby. Barnab- <laughs> that's, that's fucking Australia right there, man. Barnaby, we don't give a fuck. We'll fucking threaten to kill your animals on live television. Barnaby Joyce uh, right now, what, he went through like a massive scandal because he had an affair with, with, a, uh, with, a, with a worker. With Johnny Depp's dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. But no, he had an affair. He had an affair with with someone who's working in parliament and he has a wife and kids and he literally chose the person he was having an affair with and just said fuck off wife and kids that's that's what we're dealing with here so a little fucking bit of Australia fucking Australia but fucking hey Australia. Visit, visit Australia it's a nice place it's pretty good but most of our most of our listeners are American so yeah. um, here's some advice visit Sydney don't don't live in it though visit it <laughs> uh, and have a lot of money because that this place is expensive yeah. Definitely visit Melbourne. As you can see, we are very rich mm, and charmed. high class. Yes, yes. Charming individuals. Yes. Message for you, sir. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. No, we're, we're from Western Sydney. We're, we're like the, the the Detroit of Australia. We shoot meth. <laughs> um, um, all right. Um, let's get into there's yeah. no There's no other segues. It's not happening. Let, can, let's stop shitting on ourselves, huh? I can see you thinking of a segue, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know me too well. It's like speaking of um, apocalyptic wastelands, uh, Terminator. <laughs> yeah, did you see the uh, the new image? I, uh, I did. The first image of Linda um, Hamilton. Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like she still looks like a badass, even though she's seven thousand years old. Someone, someone uh, on our page, the after party. Oh, Carlos Freitas. Uh, he did. Shout outs to Carlos. Carlos uh, hosts one of the shows that I've been listening to for a while. Uh, he, hey, do you remember? Definitely check it out. Um, um, he said that she looks like. <laughs> oh fuck! What's the guy's name from Aerosmith? Ah. Uh, Fuck Someone man. Tyler. Uh, Steven Tyler. Steven oh, yeah. Tyler. She looks like Steven Tyler. And she does. Like, seriously, <laughs> look at her. She's fucking jacked. Man, I, I, I'm probably missing something, right? But I look at this three shot 
of, of the three actors. <laughs> look at that. And I, and I look at it and I'm like, oh, okay, there's Linda Hamil- Hamilton, cool. And who the fuck are these people? Yeah, well, I mean, the one in the middle is Mackenzie Davis. Um, she's from a really good episode of Black Mirror but, but, but called who, Zen Z. Who are these characters in this universe? Well, I don't know. World? I don't know. I don't know. No one knows. And it's why haven't we seen a photo of Arnold Schwarzenegger yet? If he's, only, he's barely in it, I'm is, telling you. Is it going to be like Terminator Salvation where his character's sort of in it for like three minutes? Except, except for CGI. Yeah, well, Genesis had a lot of uh, Arnie in it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I did. I only saw it once because I hated that movie. I, I've seen it twice. You know what? I think Genesis gets a bad rap. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's great. You know what? I think it's We're done. We're done here. (laughs) See you later. Nah, look. Look, the first 20 minutes are fucking amazing. Where he fights himself. I wouldn't say it's fucking amazing. I'd say it's It's okay. It's such great fan service. It is good fan service. Um, Mackenzie Davis. uh, Let me finish with Mackenzie Davis. She's from a really good episode of Black Mirror called San Junipero. Mm -hmm. Um, She was in last year's Blade Runner 2049. She was really good. I'm actually just looking at the screen grab right now. And, like, she's got, like, these marks on her body. Like, she's... Yeah. Being like, like surgery. You know what the smarks look like to me? What? Uh, Deadpool, but Deadpool as in <laughs> Wolverine yeah. origins. Get out of here. Yeah. Remember how he had those black marks you designs all over his body? You could no, leave, no, but so. I'm right. I, I do remember. He had those black lines all over yeah. his body, except in this, he, if you, they're just not black. Why is she holding a metal pole? And who the hell is this? I'm thinking there might be some cool scene where she hits people with a metal pole or something. <laughs> but the other girl, it's like, like, I look at it and it's like, you're showing us. Nat- Linda Hamilton, Natalia Reyes, who no one's really cared about for, in, in, in and she hasn't been relevant in like maybe fifteen years, mm. right? But she's still she's got a legacy that we all respect and love. She's still one of the greatest female heroines of all time. Yeah, yeah. but then we we see her next to these two unknown characters. It's weird. Yeah. And where the fuck is Schwarzenegger? And the background, like everything about it, just looks pretty photoshopped. But like, oh, it, well, it looks really. You can expect that. Yeah, but. I'm getting mixed messages from it, and um, I don't think we're going to get what we're after from this. Comes out I think at the end of next year, November twenty second. It definitely looks like a completely different tone to Genesis. It looks very. Di- it looks like very different to Genesis. Very different to Salvation. You know, even different to three. This looks probably the most in tone to two. Actually, kind of T2. looks the the color palette of that photo looks like Terminator Salvation to me. Like that kind uh, of grimy, washed out a little bit. True, and- yeah. But you know what? Again, I also think Salvation gets a bad rap. I think so too. I think we agree a, on that one. That's a unique, interesting film. It the- just it just gets a little hate because it's not like what a and true the- Terminator film feels. And like. the twist was given away in the fucking trailer. Same with Genesis, though. Yeah. We weren't meant to know John Connor that's, was a Terminator. That's true. And the same thing happened with Terminator Two. Apparently. When we watch that film, we're not meant to know that Arnold's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. meant to be a huge twist. And James Cameron apparently lost mm. his shit. Yeah. Um, it was an interesting situation with Genesis. The director, apparently, he, he released a statement, um, I think, Alan right after Taylor, the film. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Saying that he was really upset that they revealed that, and he sort of, like, went off with the marketing team. And their defense was, if we don't show that there's, a, there's something different about this film, people are going to say it's too similar to the other films, which admittedly Terminator does have a problem of sort of doing the same thing over and over again. Um, but but you know what I love? I don't – hold on. I don't I don't think like you – even if you did hide that twist, the movie wouldn't have been much better. Mm, like, maybe. you know what I mean? Well, the problem with that film is the first 20 minutes are so, are so great, but then they just change what the film is then into something – 
it's got a decent premise, but the execution is so bland. Mm. Um, and ever since Terminator Two, they're just like, you know, what's interesting about that 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 character was, oh, it's a new, unique, more powerful Terminator. So every film they try and create a new powerful Terminator. Terminator. What you said, Terminator. Terminator. Yeah, that's what they're called. The Terminator. Yeah. Terminator Two. Yeah. Ju- Judge Day. <laughs> no, no, but um, yeah, like each one, like for the exception of Salvation, it's a new, more powerful Terminator. But like, what makes them different is so similar to T Two. Like mm. it's, it's it's different, but it's not different enough. I feel. Mm. But as much as people say this Terminator franchise needs to die, I love it, man. Like. You never these action scenes we get, the fight scenes between Terminator and Terminator. You don't get that from any other film because the expression of how still they are, the way they act so robotic when they're fighting each other. You don't get that from any other franchise. So I don't care if they're just mediocre films. I still another twenty, and I wish they came out every year like Star Wars. Ooh, that's rough. I don't care. I don't care, man. I, I love. Think, I, I love me some Terminator. I don't know if there's Even enough. Even if setup. you take away Schwarzenegger, I would still love Terminator. Yeah, yeah, no. I, like, I, I think I that might too. be the franchise's biggest problem. They're so wrapped on just being around Schwarzenegger that they don't let any other characters evolve. How come every film John Connor's played by a different actor? Give it. Find someone amazing. Keep him the same. We should mm. be still be dealing with um, what's his name, Batman. Uh, Christian, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah, but he he outgrew that franchise. Oh, we also had the. Uh, are you professional? Oh, good lord! <laughs> what are you doing? What? Who the fuck are you? Oh my god, that breakdown, man! <laughs> you broke down for that movie. It's amazing. Jesus, and let's move on. I'm keen for that movie. Um, it's directed by Tim Miller, who did Bro, that. Bro, so I don't care. I'm keen for it, no matter what. Just say the word Terminator on there. Terminator. Right. Terminator. Yeah, I love I love them all. Terminator, Terminator Two, Judge Day, um, ter- t- Terminator, R- Rise um, Machine, Rise Machine, <laughs> Terminator, Sal. Sal. It's, it's about a guy called oh, Sal, God. and there's um, Genesis. Terminator- Genesis. <laughs> I was gonna say Genesis, but it's spelled without a Y. <laughs> all right, Genesis. Um, let's Genesis. get to our last piece of news before we get into our kind of final thing. Carrie Fisher. Has unfortunately passed away. Um, so what <laughs> episode episode nine? Whoever was directing that, which is now JJ Abrams, kind of had a, a problem because Ryan Johnson didn't kill her off in uh, episode eight. So he kind of JJ Abrams was left with his dick in his hands, being like, "What the fuck do I do now?" <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been revealed that they will use um, unused footage from the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. Um, to go a bit back, what also made his situation more difficult, is that Disney, after, like, I wouldn't call it backlash, but after some negative criticism from Rogue One, they they definitely made it clear that um, they would not use CGI yep. or anything to replicate Carrie Fisher's performance in order to be respectful, which only made it harder for themselves. Absolutely. But I think this is the best way to be respectful. Mm. Like, this way you don't you don't kind of CGI. <laughs> it's funny because then you... You, you CGI Peter Cushing has been dead for like 30 years. <laughs> like, you know? Well, this is like, after that. This that's is after fine. That. But, um, yeah, like this is a good way, a good middle ground because this this way you don't get to, you don't have to use CGI and you don't have to recast. Mm. Um, but, I mean, like the question becomes like what kind of unused footage do they have to kind of like justify so that? So I have a theory about this. Well, fact, she's going to die or something. Right? I've been like, theorizing this since they... 
since my first watch of The Last Jedi. There's something about that film that feels wrong. Right? Okay, there are other reasons that will piss off fans, but Carrie Fisher's- I love uh, that movie, so- Yeah. Princess Leia's arc, or sorry, General Leia's arc in that film, there's a missing segment in the middle, 100%. Oh, yeah. Right? It's been there's, edited. There's probably a, a storyline that was cut, because what we get is, we get her in the beginning, she sort of sets up Poe's arc by, like, denying him all this stuff, and then they blow up the ship- and so that could be a way to sort of end her, but they needed her to have a scene with Luke. So we have that at the end. So we know the structure of the film's the same. However, that whole thing where she flies back like Mary Poppins, the whole CGI thing. Yeah, we get it. They want to show it. Everyone well, like, hates it. Contextually, it makes it's it's a good thing on paper because it shows that she's entwined with the force and she does that. It's good to give that character a moment like that. However, why couldn't they do it with a, her on a green screen or something? It doesn't make sense. It's so not what a, a franchise like this would normally do. I feel like in that scenario, that was made to cover some sort of plot element that they took out. Because then she's in a coma for half the film and then she's some reveal later on, but she doesn't really do anything once she comes back. So there's got to be a segment there they took out. Maybe I'm thinking is because they were like, we can reuse this for a later film. Or maybe, who knows, maybe just a deleted scene or something. Well, I kind of feel that, I mean, okay, and this is what I think a lot of fans wanted. A lot of fans, and myself included, actually, uh, I think it's one of the problems. They want to see Leia with a lightsaber fighting somebody. No, no, no. (laughs) Um, I wanted to see Leia instead of Admiral Holdo destroy the ship and go into hyperspace and destroy that ship. That would have been cool. Like a sacrifice, so, you know, they get away. You know, there's a that chance would have been cool. that actually happened. That's what I'm saying. Like, and they were kind of scared to have Carrie Fisher die on screen so soon after she died in real life. It, it would, it would, um, you know what, from a, from, a, from a PR standpoint, it would make sense. It would feel insensitive to yeah, kill him off. That's what I'm saying. And stuff. And honestly, they probably had similar talks with Paul Walker for, um, oh, yeah. Furious 7. Like, James Wan well, he's had still such alive a, in that universe. Yeah, but like it doesn't make any sense now technically because like it wasn't Fast Eight. They're like, why don't we just get Paul for the job? I was like, no, Paul is a family now. We can't keep him away from his family. But the whole movie is about Vin Diesel trying to save his son. It's so hypocritical. I don't get it. But like you know, you sort of give it a pass because you know why they do that. They didn't want to kill him off because he died in real life, and that's probably a similar situation here. Yeah. But, look, but then you got the scene with Luke, so I think who knows? JJ Abrams is really good at like giving away. I'm sorry, like doing really good tributes to characters who have passed away in real life. Like okay, Star Trek Beyond. It wasn't really. It wasn't directed by Abrams, but he produced it. Um, they did a really good kind of like uh, a tribute to uh, Leonard Nimoy in that movie mm. um, because he'd passed away between films. Um, but yeah, I can't. I can. I can. I can see J.J. Abrams bringing the fields because he's that kind of director. So um, who knows what sort of con- could yeah. be deleted scenes? Could be. It yeah. could be scenes that were actually meant to be in the film. Mm, yeah, I'm really excited because the to see what happens because the obvious thing, which I think a lot of people would have assumed would happen, is is just a big time jump. They somehow write her out. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she went to the the the, the Ewok planet to do a. Trade treaty there or some shit. Don't you mention trade <laughs> in Star Wars. How dare you? Or, or maybe she's like, you know, maybe she passed away because 30 years later or something. And I'll, 
<laughs> and right. the film is just Ray and Kylo Ren as like old people. Well, either way, we're going to be there at midnight. Like, oh, uh, we we thousand percent. I think, uh, yeah, you we'll know, what, first people you, in there. You know what I think about JJ and as a director. So yeah. I'm, I'm definitely there. Um, okay, so that's it for our news. We have a uh, a special kind of thing that might just be kind of like a one time only, only because Matt's here in the air quote, studio. Um, we're going to watch the Venom trailer. The second one, the new one. The new one, and just kind of, like, give our thoughts on it as the trailer plays in the background. Probably um, going to be pausing it a lot as we go. Yeah, we're going to be pausing it and just talking about it, and you know. Because, I mean, why the fuck not? Like, I mean, when else are we going to be able to do it, right? You know what I mean? It's, it's always fun to... You know when you drive down the road and you see a car crash, you sort of slow down to watch? <laughs> This is yes. barely even a metaphor. It's almost the exact same situation. Yes, yes. Uh, okay, you ready, Matt? Can, can I just prefix before we start with just... After Comic-Con and hearing people talk about this trailer, because apparently it's the same trailer, just with slightly polished CGI. Yeah. <laughs> polished. Um, I got my hopes up. Remember, I had a conversation with you. I'm like, you know, maybe I'm wrong about Venom. <laughs> The whole time I'm saying this is the biggest piece of shit of a film ever. And after hearing all this news and people talking about it, maybe I'm wrong about Venom. Maybe this film's actually going to be pretty good. And then we saw this piece of shit. Jesus Christ. Let's play it. This dropped at like 1 a.m. And like, I remember like I was going to bed and like, I just happened to refresh my Facebook and it was there. And it's the last thing I watched before I went to bed that night. And I had nightmares that night. (laughs) I went to bed. Not because I, I, Venom's scary, but because this movie's scary. I was there laying in bed like, I'm trying to sleep. I'm just thinking like, I had the same situation. I'm just like, how are they, how are they allowing this? It, how's Marvel letting the words in association on this? I love that and, then, like and, then, and then I couldn't sleep. So I had to rewatch it again. Yeah. I pulled it out. I watched it maybe four times. It's going, no, no, it's got to be good somehow. I'm just missing something. No, it's just. Yeah. Um, okay. Just um, when you want to pause, just. Okay. Yeah. They, they, look, we all, we always said that if there was more Venom than the trailer, it would be better. We were wrong. We were wrong. Here we go. All right, pause already. Just, just, okay. So, so um, immediately it's like, okay, so, so this film is narration. Like, okay, like his, his whiny voice aside, and I get it. Like, Tom Hardy's trying to do, like, the opposite of what Venom is to have a contrast. But are we really going to deal with fucking narration this whole film? Apparently. Like this. Like, it's it just feels like such a 2002 plot device. Like, Marvel hasn't done it since Iron Man 3 for <sighs> a reason. But I like the narration in that, actually. Let's, Let's move on. <laughs> I'm a reporter. I'm a reporter. I always seem to find myself. I always seem to find myself. He's like, he's doing a Christopher Walken impersonation. <laughs> you know, I always seem to find myself. Yeah, there, was a, there was a really good one in um in Family Guy. They 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 make fun of um they make fun of John Travolta's character in uh in Greece. Yeah. Um, um and he's like, look, Cindy, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Obviously, I didn't think ahead. Like, uh, like when they when the car flies off at the end and they couldn't bring it down. But anyway, you, you know, if we're, if we're going to be here, we're only going to hurt bad people. Two mice fall inside a bucket of cream. <laughs> 
I'm Eddie Brock. <laughs> may not be looking at. May not be looking at. Can we pause? Okay. He looks way too young to be the Riz, type of character. That's what he my is. dad said. My dad's not really clued into this shit. Like he's like, because we watched him in the night of, and he's incredible in the night of. And he's like what twelve? <laughs> no, no, he's, he like, looks, he's like probably mid twenties, like almost can, thirty. You can, you can age him up. Like he doesn't look that young in Rogue One. He's in Rogue One. Yeah, like, but like, okay, you meant to tell me I'm meant to believe he looks this, like a baby in this. You meant to tell me that this One Direction looking kid <laughs> not only started a revolution scientific company, but they also work with like alien technology. And he he's not like a head of a department. He's like the fucking CEO. You tell me this is Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs died at the age of like what? 60 or something? 108. Like, pretty young. <laughs> it's somewhere between 60 and 108. Like, look at all the smart, genius scientists in the world. Like, like Elon Musk is pretty young for a successful dude, but he's still old enough to be my my dad's dad, you know? Really? Like, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> my dad is... I don't know. But still, he doesn't look like fucking light from Death Note, as in the Netflix. He doesn't look... This guy looks like Alex Wolf here. Alex Wolf is like 10. Really bad. Really, really bad. But look, listen to that dialogue. Like, like, can you, like, something really bad. It's so much exposition. I'm really, really hoping this narration is only for the trailer. Because it's so exposition-y. Mm. It just makes me feel like if he's explaining this much as we go, does that mean, like, and then, and then I went to the toilet and then the, the suit, the suit was on me, and that, it's like, no, we get it, we're seeing it, dude. Like, it's too much. And trailer music. Okay, pause. There's, there's about six shot aerial shots of the city in yeah. this trailer. Yeah. If you have such little footage that you have to resort to just showing what the city looks like <laughs> 30 times in your trailer, you probably don't have much good footage, which is going to make me think that this trailer, that this film's going to be mostly just like two people sitting down talking in a cafe or something. Yeah, it's us. It's like a video of us. Oh, my God. This movie's about a podcast, isn't it? <laughs> Another what is that? of the what, world. What is They're like, showing the world. That's so fucking shit. They're showing the globe. I don't know. Symbiot's taking the world. I don't know. So this long guy with long hair, you know, everyone's saying like Woody Harrelson's clearly going to be Carnage. This guy looks so much more like Cletus Cassidy for Carnage than Woody Harrelson. Might actually be. Um, I would love that, but I'm I'm really sure. Like this is our third trailer. (sighs) You know, here's what's happening, right? We, we've this is a Batman v Superman situation. We've seen the whole film. Um, They do a test on the symbiote suit. Um, This long haired motherfucker dies. It look or, or it takes him over for a brief second. It goes person to person, person. And eventually goes on Rizza and Riz. Riz, whatever. Riz is a rapper, actually. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then they, they fight, and then the end. Boom. Boom. Oh no! Look at the look, dude. Did you do you look at the CGI there? I I I try not. <laughs> wow, it looks it, holy uh, shit. When you pause it, it, it looks like look, plastic. In motion, it's not that. It's not. Uh, it's not that bad. When you pause it, it's like Sci-Fi Channel is better shit. It like, looks like plastic. It looks like it was like. 
it a looked, photo okay. and they cut it out with scissors and they glued it on top of a picture of a guy. I'm currently watching The X-Files for the first time. Mm-hmm. 1993 was the first episode. Mm. CGI, better than that. Not even kidding. This movie has... Look, there, there are worse shots. We're just looking at the shot of um, the guy on the floor with the symbiote, but it gets worse. Yeah. Our life form. This is weird. The phasing thing, like the phasing, the, the kind of the, the, holo- the holographic face looks weird, man. It, like a projectile. It doesn't seem to even make sense. No. Um, but I, I, I want to point out, he keeps talking about how symbiotes are a higher life form, and we must improve the race by becoming symbiotes. How? What do yeah. they do? They just make you uglier, less fuckable, and they give you big teeth. Not to mention a symbiote is something that works together with something else, with it's another- a parasite. Yeah, like you can't have a symbiote without another organism. By, by definition, it's a bad thing. Well, I just, I think- <sighs> his, his motivations seem weird. Um, can I say what no one's talking about? Which is everyone's like, oh, Tom Hardy, he's such a great actor, and oh, he's doing two roles. He does himself, and he also does the voice of Venom. The voice of Venom sounds shit. It doesn't sound great. Like, I, like okay, the, first the time voice I saw behind the- it's okay, but they put some weird effect, which sounds like he's like drowning, like there's bubbles in his. First time I saw the trailer, I didn't know what he was saying in those like extended sequences, oh, like, like especially first, at the end. It's like, like the first footage we saw of. Bane, Bane um, yeah. for Dark Knight Rises, where Chris Sims like, um, I see it. We can do whatever we want. Doctor Farvel. It's it's Venom sounds like what's the crab dude from Futurama? Doctor Zoidberg. <laughs> he sounds like Doctor Zoidberg <laughs> and doing an impersonation of Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually. Car chase looks badass. Car chase looks cool, and I, which I think might immediately follow that apartment fight mm. where he's still discovering powers and like they're, yeah. they're coming out of him. Yeah. See, how we talk about it as if we already know the context of the scene because yeah. we already know the fucking movie. Well, this movie, but that scene looks there's kind of fun. No, I don't think there's any surprise with this movie besides Woody, maybe, but he's not even a surprise anymore. Yeah, I feel like for the except until it leads to the scenes with the symbiotes all over. You know what vibe I get? Like a like a shit version of Upgrade. <laughs> it's like there's some guy, he, he accidentally stumbles upon this thing and then he has like sort of powers but it's all sort of dark and neo noirish, and now he's like sort of on the run um, except Upgrade was fucking amazing. Not to mention like- And there's another voice talking to him. But look at the, look at the colour of this trailer. There is no yellow. <laughs> like there is no yellows, no yeah. greens. It's you know what? It's very typical orange and teal Ugh. and grey washed out, washed out. No, this no, type no. of color grading was very, very popular. Like eight years ago. Yeah, it feels a little outdated already. Mm. So another shot, aerial shot of the city. It's like the third. So wait, Eddie, segment. Eddie Brock doesn't want to hurt people. You just said. Yeah, right, move on. Um, what do you think about that? The eel thing? Okay, so the thing where coming the out of his face body. pops out of him and talks to him, it's comic book accurate. It's just it looks a lot cooler on the comics. It looks fucking... It, okay, it looks stupid, right? It looks stupid. Well, his face, I mean, like Venom, Venom himself, like the face looks cool, I think. 
but I, I've always been interested in the way the Venom looks. Like, um, the, the way so we're looking at the shot right now where like the face sort of comes out like an eel and looking at Tom Hardy from his body, from his body, and um, the way that the symbiote sort of ripples and moves, it looks like we're in those shitty CGI blood effects and Blade Trinity. <sighs> I'm trying not to. Like it looks the exact same quality as Blade Trinity, and that movie's like what, fifteen years old. It's. Um, yeah, I'd say it's around there somewhere. Oh, God. Blade Trinity quality. I do, I do like the way it heals him, though. Like, the leg kind of sticking out. That looks yeah. like a, that looks like a bike crash. The, like the one of the hand bike. where it's all on him, but, like, yeah. uh, it's the same. It looks exactly the same as it did in Spider-Man 3. Yeah. It's nothing new. Yeah. All right, now. So, this is, this is where we kind of get the extended talking, and the talking looks Weird. It is nice that we finally see a full body shot, and he does look cool as a still. But then there are not one, but two moments in the trailer where he describes eating people, and where it's trying to sound like it's meant to be like a smart, almost humorous way, but it's not funny. Like this part he's about to do here, he says something that's like, "We have legs, knees, pancreas, no, no, no. so many tasty treats." So the the way the way he says pancreas is funny. He's like. Pancreas. <laughs> That's perfect. Pancreas. Pancreas. Already? Right. Right. How did you do that? Listen, That's listen, amazing. listen, listen. Eyes, lungs, pancreas. pancreas. It says like it's some sort of like Mexican yeah. Spanish yeah. dude's name. But dude, the, the, the talking just looks weird. Like I like. Hola. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Amigo. I like I like the constant drooling, which is what Venom does. Like. His lips don't move right. Yeah, that's weird. Okay, I the, hate this. The, the lick is when, weird. Okay, when the tongue comes out, it like, feels this is kinky. Cool. When, the, when the tongue comes out, it starts off like, oh, this is cool. This is Venom. And you see it touch his face. Ugh. And it's very Venom, but it's also... It, they look like they're two different people in two different rooms. Like, the tongue doesn't look like it's touching someone's face. No. It looks so hmm. not believable yeah. or realistic. Yeah. It's really not good. We got a shot of the uh, of people shooting at Eddie. He's inside his apartment, and then you see like the black goo that is Venom, like protecting him. I guess. I feel like almost all the the footage we see, it looks like there's only three action scenes in the film. Yeah, there's the car chase, this crane the apartment, thing, whatever's happening. This thing where he's sort of on the crane in the full suit. It's like that's a end, the, I can tell. Yeah, yeah, it's the only time he probably wears the full suit, and there's like the guy. He picks the guy up and he starts, hey, he's pancreas, which is clearly right after the bike chase. Pancreas. So I'm guessing at some point the bike crashes and he's about to die, but, like, the suit comes on and protects mm. him. It's not completely awful. <laughs> that's, that's Tom Okay, I do love this shot. That's Wait, wait. Where, it's not completely awful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's Tom Hardy. Pretty much. Yeah. But this cool. shot here where oh, it's Venom comes right at the camera. It's cum veins. Yeah, you know, it. but look, he does look pretty fucking yeah, he, cool. That's here. what I'm saying. Like, he looks like the, the design looks cool. It's I think in Venom, a still, in a still, in the v, v, uh, CGI. I think for the most time, Venom actually does look okay. He just looks shit when he's interacting with people. Mm, yeah, I agree. when he touches people, it doesn't look believable. Um, when he and it just it only really looks good when it's dark. Yeah, if you put him in the sunlight, he'd look terrible. Yeah, how much you're staring me right now. Yeah, the flickering again. We get this girl. She turns her arm into the blade, blade. and slices someone's neck. So I'm guessing that's Riot, the the main symbiote. No, I think Riot. Oh, goes in different yeah. people's bodies yeah, that go yeah. along. Because here's one thing too. Venom in the comics, he's not meant to be able to shapeshift his arms into axes and shit. 
Well, he doesn't. That's, I think Riot does that. Yeah, well, Carnage usually does it, so I'm guessing that's what I'm doing with Riot. Mm. But Riot's such a minor character. He's in, like, two comics. This also right might be our kind of first indica- indication that it'll be rated R. Yeah. There's a bit of blood coming out of the neck. Yeah. Just might survive. CGI blood. Yeah. Guys, you do not want to do this. Trust me. Trust me. Like, I like Tom Hardy, but- You do not want to do this. Trust me. Eddie Brock just seems like such an like, unlikable character. Yeah. Like, I guess he's trying to be wimpy because they, they, they want him to be an underdog. But, but Tom he's not Hardy coming does off, not, yeah. He's not coming off as a- As a wimp. <sighs> he reminds you of Anakin Skywalker from the prequels. Mm. So whiny, mm. and it's hard to root for him. Mm. Literally, I feel like we're seeing the same four scenes over and over yeah. again. We'll always come. This looks like a mess. Okay, the end of right. No, 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 no. I like the shot of Riot with the axe arms. It's the part after that where you see Riot and like Venom ripping each other apart, and all you see is like limbs and like. It doesn't make black sense. Shit, like, it, it looks like, oh, this is a cool shot. Throw like, it in back. Like, I don't look, understand. Look at this shot. Like, look how, look how terrible it looks. Look at this shot. Where you can see they're both their faces, yeah. but they're like, things look at Look at Riz Ahmed's face there. Can you figure out what would have caused something like this? No. Is it some sort of I don't, I don't grenade know I, in between? I don't know if I care, but like, look, I like the Venom's head too. I feel like they, they, they worked really hard on this shot though. Yeah, you know? yeah. Cause it's and, they the were like, and they were just like, dude, how cool is this, man? It's the coolest shot. But, like, I look at it and I just go, what the fuck is this? And then you probably get the worst part of the trailer. I don't like this part at all. None it's, of it. It's meant to come off as comedic. So it's like, ha-ha, it's a fun movie. But I want to uh, I want to read it before we play it. Ready? I'm going to read it. Uh, d- do it in your voice. <clears throat> we will eat both your arms and then both your legs and then we will eat your face right off your head. You will be this armless, legless, faceless thing <laughs> rolling down the street like a turd in the wind. Oh, uh, I have a parasite in me. <laughs> what the hell are you? We are venom. I like the I, way he says we are I, venom. I have a feeling they say that 1,200 times. Oh, my before. God. But I do like, that's the only part of the, like this part that I like. We are venom. That's it. Uh, but- he sounds like a three-year-old. Yeah. I'm going... Zoheb, I'm gonna eat my, your face right off your head, okay? And then, and then, and then I'll kill you, and you're dead. Like if this was Shazam, if Shazam said that, it would be more believable. You can see Shazam. I bet you can you can splice Shazam in that kind of convenience store. Yeah, you probably could. Yeah. Um, that's who Shazam fights. Actually, it's in the crossover. Um, Venom v Shazam coming 2020. <laughs> Such terrible dialogue. The writing is so bad. His eyes do look cool here. Ah, so this is the shot we see in the poster with the half and half face, and holy fuck, it looks terrible. Somebody uh, looks weird in a man. Like- before this trailer came out, I remember saying to you, Zoe, it's like. So it's on the poster. Does that mean this is going to happen in the film? And how are they going to do it? Because here it's clearly a painting. And now we have the answer to that, and it looks <laughs> fucking terrible. Not only does it look terrible, but it makes no sense because it's Tom Hardy's face saying we are Venom. Mm. But does that mean Tom Hardy 
the character meant to be rooting for and liking. I think the, both- the wimp who's been wimpy the whole film, he wants to eat another human beings, yeah, pancreas th- and eyes and legs and face. I think this is the and point. turds in the wind. I think he's I eat the- turds I don't in think, the wind. I don't think he's eating the turds. But I think this is the point in the film. Like this, I, I, mean, I imagine this comes late in the film because this is where, he, like, I, I guess he, he kind of accepts it. it. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's like. How are we meant to care about a character? Tom Hardy's a cannibal. You're telling me Tom Hardy's a cannibal? Yeah, I can. I believe it. And then I'm meant to go. Oh, I really like that chap. He's cool. Like well, I'm meant to like him. Not even Deadpool a, it, eats it, people. It is a movie about venom. Yeah, but oh, I'm, I'm so so. I'm guessing throughout the maybe in the beginning he's like, oh, my name's Eddie Brock, and I'm a little weak. Guys, you don't know. You don't mm. really want to do. And then maybe at the end he's like. He's like, um, he's like Peter Parker in Spider-Man yeah, Three, walking confident. down, yeah. walking down the street, <laughs> pointing at people. DJ's playing emo fringe. Oh, I'm so confident. We are venom. We are terrible CGI. He bites okay. his head. You know what's interesting, Wait, let me man? This. Oh, I have a parasite. Terrible joke. That was Chen. That's not Mrs. Chen. So, so like his identity is just ruined. Like that's superhero one yeah, on one logic. That, I don't don't reveal. Yeah, but like, um, I just, I just feel like this movie is just fucking terrible. It's dead on arrival. I think. Um, I think we're calling it right. It's. it's uh, I'm gonna be there for the midnight screening. I can't wait to see it. It feels like it's from a different decade. It feels like it's from the 20, 2004 Daredevil Ghost Rider kind Back of thing. Back then, this movie would have been fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, how do you fuck so much shit up? No, no. How is the dialogue this bad? No, no. This might be some of the worst dialogue I've ever seen. Dude, fuck this movie. I'm gonna watch it. Fuck. This we'll watch movie. it together. Yeah. I, I thought, um, you know, what movie had terrible dialogue this year. Um, Rampage. Oh, fuck. I, I, that was laughably terrible. But the movie had some good moments. Especially the villains in that movie, man. God damn. Like, uh, but this movie might take the cake for shittiest dialogue. This movie's definitely getting a Razzie, right? Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, absolutely. I hope Tom Hardy doesn't get it. I hope, I hope he's there to accept it. <laughs> <laughs> like, who did that? I think it was Halle Berry. She um, like, she, she proudly took it because it was um, the night Catwoman. before she won, like, an Oscar. Oh, okay. And she was like- From Mon- um, Monster's Ball? Might have been that, I'm not sure. Something. And she was just like, I'd like to thank you guys for putting me in this piece of shit movie. She called out all the producers. Yeah. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. And she did it with a smile on her face, too. Of course. Uh, Matt. That wraps up everything this week. Uh, uh, let's quickly congratulate you oh. for completing your project. Uh, talk to us a little about a little bit about that, and we can find more oh, details. About I'm, it. I'm not good at this. Yes, stuff. you are, you little bitch. Kiss, <laughs> kiss, come on, come on, give a kiss um, to your own ass a little bit. So I just wrapped up on a on a new short film called "She's Not Your Type." Um, it was it's a comedy. About a uh, double date, which goes horribly wrong. Um, it is super fucked up. Um, I can't believe the shit that we did, done, and caught on, and said, and caught on camera 
and I'm planning on public releasing it. It's it's pretty fucking crazy. So is it Cannibal Holocaust? Uh, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't go that far, but it's 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 pretty wacky. It's pretty fucking bonkers. It's it's ridiculous. It's fucking stupid, and I can't wait to show the world. Um, it was the hardest set I've ever been on. Um, really long days, very little sleep, an incredibly hard working crew. For for context, um, my last film, Bleeding Backs. Uh, it was a short film. That was 12 pages. I shot over five days. This was 16 pages we shot in just like in, in two. Um, very, very long days with two cameras. So I'm really excited about it. Um, people want to check it out. Um, it's going to be out for a while. It's going to do the festival circuit, but, um, there's a Facebook page called Velomat Films, uh, facebook.com forward slash Velomat Films. And you can see all the updates, um, the trailers, um, probably have a trailer will come out within a month or so, um, uh, which will be really exciting. Or you can find, find me on Instagram at Velomat. It's just Matt Vela backwards. Fucking um, badass. Yeah, man. That's pretty exciting to, to, um, do so. It's the biggest crew I've ever worked with. That's awesome. Um, it's, it's really exciting. I, I did an acting my acting debut. I'm in, I'm in one scene. <laughs> I directed no, an eight year old. We kid. were in a scene in Impact. Oh yeah. Oh no. True. True. I had a cameo on that, but this is like a full on scene. Um, I directed an eight year old kid, which was a really interesting and new experience. And um, it was my first proper. Multi- they let you setup. need kids. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. I have a working <laughs> with children's check. I'm very great with children. All right. Thank right. you. Um, um, but, but yeah, yeah. yeah no, there's, um, there's some cool like set photos and shit on your Instagram, which is cool. So. Yeah, and there's going to be a whole ton coming out with the, over the next few weeks. So if you want to check it out, just find me um, at Villamat on Instagram. But speaking of Instagram, where can we find Midnight Double Feature? <laughs> um, Segways, I got oh, them all. Holy shit. Um, yeah, Midnight Double Feature, you can find us on Everywhere, I guess. <laughs> uh, Insta- Instagram at Midnight Double Feature. Um, we just wrapped up a giveaway. Uh, Michael Claudio won an, uh, the ultimate edition of uh, Watchmen, which we covered uh, just this weekend. Our episode dropped this morning, so definitely check that out if you haven't already. Um, <clears throat> we are on Facebook, uh, Midnight Double Feature, and we also have a kind of a meme, like a fuck around kind of news page uh, that's called The After Party. Um, there's a lot of discussions that go on in there. Lots of fucking, you know, chit chat, chitty chitty chat. Um, and the community's really been building there, hasn't it? Yeah, it's uh, everyone's man. Like, there's people. I love when, oh man, it's so it's so awesome to see like people chime in. Like Joe Polcini chimed in once, uh, like not, not once, a few times. He just binged us, and like I saw the spikes in the downloads. <laughs> I was like, where are these like downloads come from? And it's Joe Polcini. So thanks, Joe. Um, really appreciate it, man. Danny Hartley, uh, I think he's one of Colin's mates. Um, he's fucking awesome too. Um, Mr. Harrington, I believe it's Patrick. Good lord, I hope I'm not butchering his name, but um, he's fucking awesome too. We have we have we've got an awesome support base, man. Daniel Falch, um, it's it's fucking it's it's good, and it's just so it's so it's so cool to see a community, um, and to know that people are actually listening. <laughs> so I have I my, my man, I really got to congratulate you and Colin on um all that you guys have done. Um, not only have you got a fucking kick-ass podcast. But you've really got a really cool community as well. And I just want to congratulate you, man. And thanks for having me around. Like, I've been um, popping in quite a bit. I think it's safe to say I'm a, I, I have a regular. I keep the seat warm. But um, uh, 
Dude, so proud of you guys, man. And it's real fun. I love listening in. Thank you. Um, look, let's switch this light off and you can you yeah. know, you can bat- dick me down okay, in the bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, man, thanks thanks so much. I really appreciate it, man. Like it's um it's you know, we 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 all like all three of us love talking about movies. Like, I mean, look at us. We okay. When when I when I convinced you to come onto this podcast tonight, I was like, yeah, let's only talk for half an hour, and here we are, an hour and ten minutes later. Uh, I've got work in the morning. <laughs> I know, I'm so fucked. I know. But you know what? Like, it's 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 a lot of fun. It is fun, man. Especially like this is like I, I do love this kind of in studio thing. Like you know, like the, yeah, we should do this a bit more often. We should. We it's should. Cool. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Really appreciate it. Remember to rate and review us on iTunes. Um, that's really important because we like to be sucked off and we like to see uh good things said about us. The so. real reason he's he's trying to he's trying to undermine it, but it <laughs> helps with um getting on the iTunes page and a little bit and, and, a little and bit. all that great stuff. And if um you like it, help support the podcast. Um and uh the more this podcast grows, I'm sure the more content we can put out as well. Fucking awesome. Um that's definitely it. That's <laughs> fucking hit the nail on the head. Anyway, uh Colin and I have settled on our next movie. We are covering Coco by Pixar. Amazing film. Um, and, you know, stick with us. I know it's animated, but it's probably the most adult movie you'll ever watch in your life. It's fucking fantastic. I think it's on Netflix. No, it's no, not. No, it was. I just bought the 4K. So. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Really appreciate it. Cue that motherfucking outro music. Music.